Okay, so the first job is to appoint the chair. Uh, I think it makes sense for Caroline to be chair with her no work commitments during, or less work commitments during yeah, the day. I agree with yeah. that. Open closed. Any second, Richard? Our second, <laughs> definitely. Do you accept the job? <laughs> yes, go on. Um, could I have a sleep? <laughs> <laughs> no. um, thank you. Um, so this is meeting one um, of the uh, staffing subcommittee. Um, and the next job is appointment of deputy chair. Um, I'm happy to do it if nobody else yeah, yeah. I'll call Councillor Martin. I'll second it. Great. Um, right. Apologies for absence. I don't think no, you're all here. Yeah. So no apologies. Um, declarations of interest. No. I don't think I have any for this. No, I don't no. think there's any. No. Um, agree the terms of reference. Well, it should. It's to note them because they've already yeah. been agreed by full council. So I just circulated them round again just to remind you of what the terms of reference are. Yes, I remember reading these. Yeah. Yeah. They're fine by me. Fine by everybody else. Yeah. 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 Request from the public to speak. No, I don't think so. Right. Staffing structure. Review the current staffing structure. I haven't done you a staffing structure because basically it's the town clerk. Then we've got the office admin officer, the facilities manager, and the two receptionists. It's a very flat structure. Um, so it all, everybody reports to me. Um, so the reception people still report to you? Yeah, because they used to report to Anne when she was office manager, uh -huh. but because the role we recruited into was admin officer rather than a manager position, it wasn't appropriate for them to report to her. And it's a, it's a very easy report because we're, because we're such a small team and we're here to, together all the time that it's not, you know, we deal with things as and when they come up. But won't that change once? Well, once the ground floor's resolved issue, we won't have the two reception staff, so the structure will be even less. less. It could just yeah. be the, the admin officer, facilities mm. manager, um, reporting to me. Mm. So there's, I don't think that, that needs changing. It's just so that you understand what the structure's Do we have any like. idea as to when that will be? Um, can we take that into the yes. part B? So, yeah. Okay. It's just um, because of com some commercial sensitivities. Okay. All right. Um, let's make a note of that. Okay. Um, annual appraisals. Yeah. Um, we haven't had annual appraisals um, since I became oh. town clerk. Ever? No. No, no. no. I had one when I. I started in the September and I had one in the April, the following April, um, but then there was the election and then we had the change of staff and personnel and chair and all of that, so then it got deferred at that point, so we, we really do now need to reintroduce staff appraisals and what I've um, circulated is the model that I pulled down from um, NALC. Um, which is the, the two-pager. 
three pages, sorry. So it looks like this. So that's the one that the child can now recommend. And then the other one was the one that I used when I last had my appraisal and it, it set um, objectives for the following year to be assessed against the objectives. So it, it would be up to you to decide whether you wanted to just go with the, the, the model one, which is more about just a general, have you done your duties properly, without any specific objectives to assess against, or whether you want to do the more would, specific objectives. I would suggest we do both, because that one is something yeah. that I do at the moment for current position, and then for your development is the smart one. Okay. I've always believed in um, staff appraisals, because it's a way of you communicating yeah. to a member of staff. Um, your thoughts about how they are working because sometimes you don't get that luxury of having a one-to-one -one time mm. during the working day so um, and I would actually like to see it not just on an annual basis but on a regular basis throughout the year so that there are no surprises because it's unfair that somebody only has one at the end of a a 12-month period, yeah. um, and perhaps you have to, you know, deliver bad, not bad news, yeah. but criticism rather than praising, um, and that is a continuous thing. Yeah. So I, I feel, firmly believe they should be more regular. It also gives you the opportunity to improve or yes. to retrain or to get or to reinforce good good work. And there's yeah. promises from both sides about, as well, which need to be maintained and yeah. I think that, that technically you would do my appraisal and then I would do the appraisal of the yes. other staff. Okay, but then. given that we're such a small team, I think it, it that there needs to be councillor involvement in the other staff appraisals as well. Because cause it gives the independence. Yeah, and yeah. also yeah. Yeah. if a member of staff had an issue with the town clerk, taking me mm, out of yeah. it, just generally the town clerk, then where would they go with that if they don't if they don't have the council input? Yeah. Um, so that's I would suggest that. I think I think it also it's an opportunity for the, me or any the three of us, four of us, yeah. as a councillor, to. Um, you know, I, I have the luxury of being able to come in during the day and see people and speak to Liz. And, mm. um, but it's an opportunity mm. just to learn, you know, what their feelings are, and, you know, how they feel, um, and about being, you know, whether they feel that they're being informed and kept up to date and up to speed with things. So, uh, so if we say that the appraisals would take place regularly, at least annually. I think there's always going to be an annual one, yes. but what yeah. you'll have is the informal ones yeah. throughout that. So that, that's the formal one. You mean but maybe quarterly? Um, I would, personally, I would suggest we do one at six months and then a review at the end of the yes. year. Because if you've got your A to F one, which we yeah. use as the tick sheet, as the, the sort of standard, and then you set your smart objectives for the year, and you can monitor that at the six month period, see how people are getting on. Because yeah. the promises made on both sides yeah. as to what's going to be committed, um, you get the catch up at six months. Because do it every month. Things oh, it's too, you, too often. It's, it's, too, it's too much. So, mm. um, I think the other thing is identifying training needs yes. yeah. and then yes. encouraging staff yeah. to take up training opportunities. 
Which is it's part of the SMART objectives, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And do we have a budget for training? We do. I think... Don't worry. Is it, I mean, it's it's a, at least £500 for staff, if not 750 and 500 for councillors. Is it something we can discuss next time and just have a look at? Because I don't. Yeah, it was in the PMP paperwork yesterday. Are there any current training needs? The only one that I've got is I would like to attend the SLCC practitioners conference, which is in February. And if we book it now, we get a discounted rate, you know, like the early bird booking. Okay. Um, and is I there think a, you must attend. Well, is there a process in place, just if we're going to tick the box and do things correctly, is there a process in place to put yourself forward for certain training, or is it just purely a case of, this is the training, this is what it involves, and this is what you get afterwards? We haven't had a process in place, mm -hmm. other than we've been encouraged to undertake training mm -hmm. that we identify we might need. Um, I, the only stipulation when I took on the role of town clerk was that I would go and do the silka, which I have done now. Uh, and part of joining the Institute of Local Council Clerks is that you want to take CPD regularly and obviously attending the Practitioners Conference gives you two full days, which is what, five points mm. on your CPD. And what's the cost of the new course that you want to do? The Practitioners Conference, I think it's, it would be about £300 because it's a two-day. And what do you get from night. that? What, what? It, it's, it's just your CPD points, so you do sessions like this. There's one on um, finance, there's one on uh, the new general data protection regulations. Mm -hmm. um, so they have sessions on particular aspects of... And do you attend all that, or do you, can you, you cherry can, pick You one? can check, because they have three sessions running at a time, so you have to choose one of the three. Mm -hmm. um, but some of them are run more than one, so that you can... Because, you know, pick it's like on. when you go to a conference, there's two on at the same time mm -hmm. that you want to do. So there's an opportunity to look through the programme and, and identify where it's run again. And choose where is it held? It's down in Kenilworth, oh, which right. is just south of Birmingham. Yes, yes, so it's travel and the cost of it. Yeah, what I'm going to try and do is see if I can get there by train. Okay. Or travel with a colleague. And when's the next course? This is in February. Yeah. Is it a yearly conference? Yeah. There's the SLCC do, and and do an annual conference, which is for the the society, and then there's the practitioners conference, which is specifically aimed at town clerks. Can we just check what's in the budget? Yeah. Yeah. Could I also be really brutal and get it out sort of straight away? Um, training given and paid for to staff, do we claw that back within a certain time period if people leave? We haven't done that, but we could think about that. That's definitely, it's certainly an issue if, say, I was to want to do the degree course, mm. which is £4,000 to yeah. do that over three years, then yes, there would be benefits to the council because you'd have a better trained clerk. Mm. But if, I, if the clerk was then to leave to go mm. to be a clerk somewhere else, then you would, I would suggest, want to have some form of payback. Yeah. With I'm not suggesting anything on a, on a £300 course, you know. Yeah, no. It doesn't really make any odds, but if we're talking about regular training, then I think yeah. we should just put something in writing before we start yeah. agreeing to costs on training. Do you want to draft something up on that, like a training protocol? Yeah, I can do. Yeah, um, I've got something to, I could use on that to bring to the next meeting. Yep. Thanks, Paul. That would be good.
then in terms of um, who's going to do the annual appraisals, if we try and get them done before the end of March? Yes. Is that okay? If we plan to do that and yeah. who... How many people do you... I think all of you would be too much. I do. Oh, yes. No, no, I'm no, not, no. I mean, I'm I have not. to be taking back seats on that one. I have I mean, to say, I've always done appraisals where it's been one-to-one. Me too. Because um, I think you get more out of it because it, it is, uh, this is a confidential yeah. session. Um, perhaps one-to-one -one with you. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you want somebody to accompany you then to the ones that you have to do yeah i'm more than happy to right so i can also offer to the staff if they would like to so yes. it's not just about me is it no, yeah. so if they would like to have a council yeah. in, in president Involved. or not yes it'd be an optional thing yeah. for the staff yeah yeah like that idea it's giving people an opportunity to contribute as well isn't it in the process Okay, um, so that's we've agreed the process for annual appraisals um, and timetable, end of March. Are you happy with these forms? Because there was a bit of duplication about training needs. <coughs> so qualifications the, on the A2F yeah. form, yeah. this is to be completed by the employee. The employer. What I would suggest yes, is employee. that I think it should be completed by both. Yeah. Yeah. So the employee sends this to the committee. Let's say a month before. I don't know. <coughs> so it gets. So we've got time to look at it, and then when you have the appraisal, you then, as the appraisal, you do the same one and compare and contrast and discuss. So if let's say hypothetically, Hazel, you put knowledge of duties as an A, yeah. um, we may suggest that as a C, and then we have to discuss it. Yeah. So you've got the two things, and then you marry them up for the file afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. A month may be a bit too far in advance, but you know, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's good time for the consideration, yeah. It's got to be a worthwhile exercise, otherwise no point doing it. And if you just do that yeah. together in a meeting, yeah. you're influencing each other, yeah. you need time to, th sin to sit and think about it. Also, um, I always think it's useful when it might be that we have a look at the job description and how these tie in yeah. with your job description and what level we think each area of the job description should have yeah. um, and do it for all the jobs. Yeah. I think it's, it's a good opportunity to do that. Yeah. Well, one of the things I did think about for this meeting was to circulate all the job descriptions, mm -hmm. but I thought that was a bit of overkill for no, this no, first no, meeting. Like but um, certainly for um, it would be done as part of this process. But I'm happy to circulate the job descriptions to everybody that wants them. I, I think um, it's useful because at. I think we can then put level is applicable to each role. I think the only challenge is going to be is the fact that we don't sit and watch what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. So it's all about reviewing the results rather than yeah. how you do it. 
But we're never going to get around that, yeah. so it's just something we have to deal with. No, that's great. Good. Um, so I think we've done the annual appraisal because I think it's going to be something we'll build on. Because um, could I just ask the appraisal? Is that linked to salary review or not? No, it isn't. Is that no. done? How's that done? And when's that done? We don't have salary review. When somebody's appointed, they're appointed to a point on the scale mm -hmm. of NJC, and then they get the annual nationally agreed um, pay award each year. Um, right. the, the only increment that I've had is because I passed my silver, and that was contractual within the contract. Yeah, okay. Um, what I would be interested is, in, is in, in your previous appraisal. Yeah, yeah. If you wouldn't mind, I'm just seeing how that was constructed and carried out yeah. and, and, and what was said. Yeah. Just a few comments I'm as well, actually, alongside. If you could send that out just with a few comments yeah. on how effective you felt it was. Who was it carried out by? That was, um, I think it was, it might even have been John, Anne and Pammy. Because yeah, I think, yeah. um, when I was appointed, because John was only on 10 hours, um, and because Anne had more experience anyway of Fletcher Town Council, it was agreed I would be line managed by Anne. So it was a bit of a an oh, odd situation, Hazel, especially you've when been I let when down as by <laughs> us as employee employers. Well, when when I took over as town clerk, I was still doing service manager as well. So while I was town clerk, I was supposed to be line managing Anne, and then while I was service manager, she was supposed to be line managing me. It got a bit. But when you're working closely in the same office. It didn't really matter, and we did work as well as a team in the same way Liz and I work really well as a team. She, you know, we've got different strengths, so we play off one another. And it's recognising those strengths, yeah, and recognising yeah. what somebody else can do, can and trusting do. that yeah. they'll get on and do the things they're strong in, and then identifying between us what our weaknesses are and deciding how to meet those weaknesses. Yeah, yeah, fabulous. The only other person that's had a previous appraisal is Paul. Um, yeah, because he was here at that time, but I wasn't involved in that. And who did his appraisal again? That would have been Anne and Pammy, probably. Right. I don't know whether John was involved in that, but I'll ask Paul if mm. he's happy for you to see that yeah. appraisal. If you wouldn't mind, because it's, 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 that's the baseline, really. Absolutely. Mm. I'm fine about sharing mine, so that's not an issue, but I do think we ought to ask him. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think he'll mind. No. Okie doke. Um, right, workload. Yeah, I think this sort of will hopefully come out of the appraisal as well, but it's about thinking about how we can uh, monitor staff workload hours um, going forward. Um, some of this I want to do in the part B side, because okay. I want to talk about individuals. Yeah. Um, so if we can defer the detail of that into part B again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, what I have got um, from a previous employment is a spreadsheet that you fill in your start time and your finish time, mm -hmm. and it automatic you tell it how many hours you're supposed oh, yeah. to do a week, and it automatically calculates how many hours you're doing, and whether you're over or under your hours, and then, you know, when you take the toilet, it takes it off. Yeah. 
um, I have to say, I, I, I've managed people who will count every minute. And they used to have little notebooks. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. And um, I yeah. found that I've managed people who were on flexi time yeah. and were entitled to one day a month if they got their flexi time over. And I've had situations where people come in and read the paper just so that they've clocked on. Mm -hmm. um, flexi time was the worst thing yeah. as a manager that you ever you ended up working all the hours God sends just to be there. I think the, the issue we've got in the office is that we're all totally committed mm -hmm. to the town council mm -hmm. and we will stay here to finish a job even though we've already completed our hours um, and it's about having a system of monitoring to ensure that people are not doing that all the time. I think for me it's about and the way I do it is rather than manage the time, I manage the task. So do a process map on the task. How long on average does the task take? And then how many tasks are you doing in the day? And then that totals. And if you've got a task, if you're, if you're running, let's say, half an hour overtime every single day, you look at your tasks, which yeah. is roughly 30 minutes, and either remove it or change it or do something with it. Because just sitting there and clocking hours is yeah. just a pointless exercise. Mm. Well, I think that would be useful mm -hmm. if we could sit down and look at that. I've in got some. Bring you some. Can, yeah. can, can I say, can we take this to part B? Because yeah. there's part of me that says that there are other things that need to be taken yeah. into consideration. Okay. But it's, it's just another methodology that isn't about just clocking the time. Yeah. I'll bring some examples of that. Yeah. Mm. Um, right, recruitment strategy and procedure. Yeah, this is just generally uh, looking at the way that we go about um, recruitment. It's a very simple step. I came up with this when we were recruiting the admin officer, just to have a process and so we could send that out to applicants so they knew what the process was. So I'm just bringing it to your attention. Um, <coughs> That, that that is a suggested way that we do operate. I've changed. Before it used to say panel where it now says staffing subcommittee because I see that this subcommittee would manage recruitment processes going forward. I've not got that one, sorry. Um, so that um, we wouldn't have to appoint a panel. The, the staffing subcommittee would call a meeting if there wasn't one. Um, due to happen and would plan out the recruitment process um, and take the lead on it. I'm fortunate in that I have been involved with the recruitment process anyway. Yeah. Um, so um, that all looks fine to me. Yeah, because you never know when we might need it. No. Okay. Um, to agree the process. And so that is now going to go to the next FTC meeting. Yeah, so you oh yeah, so come up with a proposal there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'll think, think, yes. I'll yeah, FTC is fine. Okay. Could we, can I just ask? Um, so obviously you've got experience with interviewing as have I. Have you two got experience with interviewing people? Yes. You I haven't. You haven't. Right. Mine's kind of more like union. Yeah, so maybe if we're doing interviews, yeah. it should be people with experience on the interview. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, I didn't be involved in that. 
teach interview skills as well. Oh, right, good. Yeah. So, um, shall, shall I make... Well, it's one of the, the, issues, the conditions for being on the staffing subcommittee is that you've got um, those sorts of experiences. Uh, and you know, Donna's experiences from the union side, the staff, man uh, staff welfare. Yeah, I, I have been involved in um, the selection process yeah. from the application forms, but yeah. never interviewed. I've always kind of gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, mine's more like maybe the welfare side. Yeah. Which is useful. Okay. Okay. Um, again, I'll tell you a story mm -hmm. a bit later about that because um, I don't want to. In the the next one, the redundancy uh, procedure mm -hmm. is although it, we don't know when this is going to happen, we are going to go through a redundancy process, and, and the two members of staff know and understand that that is going to happen at some point. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that we should. Uh, this is drawn out of the staff handbook these words and just sort of tidied up a bit to be a standalone redundancy process um, so that we all understand the way that we have to manage it. Yeah, I've read it as well. Yeah, no, that sounds... Yeah. yeah, so you're happy to recommend that? Yeah, I'll yeah. 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 Cool. Staff handbook. Pre-process to review and update the handbook. Yeah. Anyway. This was originally agreed um, in December 2016, I think. Right. Staff handbook. Um, so we just need to make sure that we're keeping on top of, well, you as the employer need to make sure you're keeping on top of the handbook and keeping it up to date. Yeah. So you need to think of how best you want to handle that process. Oh, well, everything needs a review date, doesn't it? So. Do we have any external HR support? I would suggest that you have that support through Chalk. Okay. Um, that if we do get approached all the time from HR companies, they do HR health if and safety and all of Chalk, that. If we get support from then that's fine. Um, but they, that comes at a cost, and it's like 30 to 35 pounds a month they would charge you for that. Chalk. No, this is external oh, no, no, companies, but Chalk do, do it as part of the, the membership of them. Okay, well can we ask them That's, to yes, review right. that then? Yeah. I don't think they'll do that, but, but they would support you with specific questions. Okay, that's a shame. I, I think mean, I've read through it and I'm, I'm happy with it. I'd, I asked Judith what involvement she'd had with it because I noticed that she signs off the staff manual <coughs> and P&P had reviewed it and I'm happy with it. So. Uh, basically, what? When, sorry. She didn't say when. I think it was. Well, this is print was printed on the nineteenth of December, twenty sixteen. So it must have been around about yeah. that sort of time. I can find out which actual committee it went to. Well, they were doing um, like a, a review of the whole setup. They were doing, they were doing all sorts of things. But basically, I drew this up, bringing together all the indi information from all the in sorry individual policies that there were because there was there seemed to be right. a myriad of policies related to staffing and it just made sense to bring it all into one place because a hr advisor would look at your policies and be informed by that yeah. Wouldn't yeah. They anyway. yeah but i don't think it's my job to no. to review no. it can i can i suggest that we as a committee yeah. actually review it yeah. annually yeah 
um, sort of added as a substantive agenda. Special, I mean, just the changes yes. in like the data protection, yeah, yeah, um, like whistleblowing mm. and stuff like that. I wonder if we should do it after the first appraisals in case anything comes out of that to inform. That'd be a good. Or idea. is that too late? No. Well, I don't think that'd be a good. Can idea. I just just refresh my memory of what's in it? Because I, I remember that we used it in the interviews. Um, I've read through it and there's nothing that jumps out as being clearly wrong. The, the problem is with those sort of things, if you're going to look at it in the legal state, you need a lawyer to look at it. Yeah, but my feeling is is that if information comes out from Chalk that um, has implications from an HR point of view, that is then when we need to incorporate that in our yeah. policy. Yeah. Now, do well, we get those? Yeah. Every week you get circulated the Chalk briefing which yeah, will highlight that, yes. any of the any changes like that. There's also the NAUC, the National Association of Local Council, produce legal briefing papers and legal notes, but they tend to be highlighted by Chalk in their briefing. Right. So it's about watching out for those yes. and those. I'll try and remember to highlight them when they come up um, as well to keep you on board. And certainly there's going to be a whole um, raft of training around this new general data protection regulation um, it's it's going to impact on all councils especially the smaller ones um, and you have to um, appoint a data controller <coughs> and child's advice is that that shouldn't be the town clerk right. but we're waiting um, I'm a member of the SLCC branch committee and I'm the learning the training officer for that and I'm going to be working with the Anne at Chalk and we're going to develop a joint training event for councillors on the, the general data protection regulation GDPR um, sometime in the new year That's good. Um, so we'll get the latest gen and also there's the session on the conference that I'm hoping to go to um, as well so I think we can only do as much yeah. as we can find out about it because it is so new. I, th I think again, as long as we know that we're talking to one another and we're making the right decisions, and that you know, if, if you do hear of anything, you prompt us. Mm. By the same token, if any of us and yeah. you as employers mm. yeah. who are actively out in the employment market hear of anything, you know, and I think we just raise it amongst ourselves and sort of say, yeah. do we need to incorporate that? Within our handbook, and is it applicable? Yeah. So, but I think that if we do the next, if we look and do a a good look through it at the next yeah. meeting, um, just to to check all of those sorts of things, make it a substantive item. Um, and if anybody wanted to look through it more generally before then. If they spotted anything, they could let me know and I could do some research into it. Yeah, thank you. Um, Clark's urgent items. No, I haven't got any. That's just a general catch-all, but not that you can make any decisions. It's all about, I shouldn't say and agree any actions. It's, it's, that's about information pieces, really. Yeah. So um, any recommendations that we put forward have yeah. to go to full council. 
well, the ones that were in the Grieve will go to full council because they're about adopting so, policy um, and procedures. Um, but other things, you can you can agree to do things like the appraisals without going to full council. Okay, yeah. I'm just thinking of the time of the meetings. Do we do them? Well, the, it's well, at least the, twice the next a, item. It's it's the at least the next twice a year, wasn't it? The, yes. the terms of reference. So, yeah. but, but I would suggest I, that you have one in maybe April after the appraisals because the things might have been yeah. picked up at that point. I'm happy to go to quarterly. Mm. Yes, I, I am. Yeah. I think it's yeah. important. I would, especially in the first year. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think it's something that we need to keep. Well, we've got work to do, haven't we? Yeah. So. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so we're looking for a date in April. Yeah. If I have a look at the schedule yeah. and identify, is there any night that's any better for anybody than any other? No. Tuesdays are perfect for me. <laughs> Tuesdays better. Tuesdays better for me. Okay, so I'll circulate some potential dates. I'll have to watch out for Easter. I'm not sure when it is this year. No, I don't. It's the oh, end of March. All right, so we're fine. It's the um, Ides of March. Yeah, it's of March. Uh, it's Good Friday, it's the 30th of March. All right. Okay, thank you. Can we now go on to Part B? Yeah.